Hello, my name is Frida Suffolk. And I'm Stacey Rex. And this is Dragopedia. Dragopedia. <laughs> this week we do all things Drag Idol. We do a little Drag Idol roundup and we catch you up from where we left off in season one. Because it's back, baby. Dragopedia season two. Ba ba boom. I am so tired. Same. I'm like mentally drained. I went home early last night. I was just like, good. It got we we got to the yard with like half an hour left, and it was just everyone was like, <laughs> like everyone was just wanted to talk. But then we got to Rusty's, and it was even even worse. And I was just like, this is like, I, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When uh. Yeah, when I walked out of bank, obviously Idol had just finished. So I literally saw Rory like kind of leave as I was leaving as well, which is just insane. Um, and yeah, and then I went straight to the yard and basically said, Hi Gladys, have you heard? And then left. Um by the time Wait, that we, we are full intro, should we do a full intro? Whoa, 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 hang on, hang on, but just to give context, by the time we're recording this, this is the day after Idol, the yes. week one of Idol 2023, there were 22 contestants, it lasted about four hours, probably uh, the In fact, longest. we're actually still there now watching them. Yes. Um, me probably, and Frida had to sleep in the toilets. Probably the longest week one we've ever had, and even Rory said on the mic, uh, to the person that was, as she was Celeste, I think it was. They were. She was like, um, "Oh, you've got your train four AM, which is probably when Idol will just be finishing." And she wasn't lying. She really uh, wasn't lying. <laughs> uh, um, I thought my year was long. Like I remember last year sitting there, and I was last as well. Mm. And I thought that was long. Yeah. But Jesus Christ. 22. Like how many was in your because your year was split? Feeling you had a week 22. one. How many did you have in your week one? Because I know you were split, like you had a part one and a part two. Uh well, I remember my year actually, they did it really weirdly because obviously Ivy's year was the first year they did two weeks. Yeah. Ones. Um, my year they did it where so they did two week ones. They did yeah, they did one week one, one week and the other one the other next week. And um they didn't eliminate one anyone until week two. Like, yeah. Week I, two I remember two. there were like I remember from your year there was like so these people are defo through and then yeah. there was the list of you might be through, depending yeah. on who and you've got to wait until and I remember yeah. because, because in my week two there was only one person eliminated. I'm sorry, in my week one, there was only one person eliminated. And in week one, part one, there was about, there was only like two people yeah. like, from that week one, which was absolutely it was Your year's week one, like part one, was a bit like, yeah, this is a lot of, a lot of shite. Um, <laughs> well, but it's iconic. Like, I just love a good shit number at Idol. I'm staying congenial. <laughs> I, as the but Miss Congeniality of my year. You know, it was the only crowd I got. I got that Miss Congeniality title because I was so lovely. Did she do two week ones? Um, no, we just had one really long week one. Ah, 
Yeah, because I was going to say I don't remember there being two week ones. Yeah, yeah. I think Chris, um, Chris is now loving his his life of um, doing big big week ones <laughs> that last five years. So how many how many people were in your week one? Fourteen. That's that's not bad. Actually, was that how many was in mine? I don't remember. I think so. There was fourteen, and then they got rid of two, which got it down to twelve. I think it was fourteen. I, yeah, that kind of. It, I want to say the word. Wait. I don't. I really chats, don't remember. The group chat's been active, so I could count how many participants are in it. Um, <laughs> the only time the group chat's ever active. Well, we created. We so Mixie created our drag idol group chat, and um, she created it after everyone got eliminated in week one. Yeah. So she created it for the week two people, which is quite. Well, it, it says there's 16 in the group chat, but obviously Bonnie and Ben are one act, so 15. Yeah. But... Okay. That's good. But they got it down to 12 or 13, which is now where we are currently with this year. Yeah. Look, 22. Uh yeah, ha- hello everyone. Welcome to Dragopedia, um, season two. It's season two, baby. Woo-hoo! Um, yes, Claudia isn't here. We have got a new host, a new co-host, because Claudia has quit drag, unfortunately. Um, not I really did not want her to quit drag, but she's quit drag. Um, and but now you've got a replacement of someone else with a an amazing accent and an even more annoying accent someone else who came second it's me um, stacy wrecked the icon the legend but yeah oh. welcome stacy to your dragopedia debut how does it feel to be once a fan and now a co-host i'm loving it i'm loving it um <laughs> nice to be i love a podcast and obviously like you know i've done podcasts with you before frida um I've just missed it. I just missed doing technically drag without having to do any makeup. Yeah, see, <laughs> for season one we got into because it was filmed during COVID. For season yeah. one, we got into drag every single episode because we this was the only time we were ever doing drag, and um, yeah, and then we upload the video version. But this year we are not uploading the video version because because we look rough. Seeing this, rough. Yes. No one is going to be seeing it. Actually, to be fair, I don't look too bad. Um, compared um, to- if you pay fifty pound up front, you can have access to the video version of this <laughs> <laughs> on our OnlyFans. And the last time Dragopedia was filmed, they hadn't announced a winner for my year. Oh my god, no! So who's in that limbo spoilers, stage? Spoilers. I <laughs> spoilers. You can one. You can literally look back at season one of Drag. I'm going to call it season one, season two, just just to, just to justify the break. Season. But um, literally, yeah, uh, season one, episode one. It was we literally started off like I don't know who's going to win, and maybe by the time this comes out, we would have found out a winner. We didn't. We didn't. And then obviously we stopped filming that season because. It, the the final got announced and me and Claudia were like, oh my god, we've got to do something now. Yeah. So it was very very weird, weird times. Your year honestly goes down as like one of the, you know, special years of Idol. 
like I call it like additions because obviously your beautiful drag mom Anamorphic had the Rusty's edition of Drag Idol yes the only year to be at Rusty's and then mm-hmm. you were at the only year currently to have been hosted at Powerhouse mm-hmm. and to have been over two years <laughs> I really enjoyed filming at Powerhouse I think it I, I think it kind of gave it a whole new sort of um what's the word like level like it yeah it it elevated it it, production went up oh yeah i wish they kind of kept it at powerhouse in a way same because people can have like visuals and stuff and it was just a lot more fun like you have to wait until the final to be able to do visuals yeah i remember when i entered obviously the year after your yeah and then when it was like oh it's in switch i was like oh and the switch stage is tiny Especially after last night, I think it proved like it needs it needs somewhere bigger. I'm surprised they haven't done it at Bank, you know. I'm really surprised. It's the only like I think actually no, Easy Street technically is now a Copenhagen venue. Um yeah. Mm. Or Pink Room, but Pink Room's really dark. So Pink no. Room, it would not yeah, it would not work in Pink Room. But Bank Bar but then again, Bank Bar is quite small. It's very slim and yeah you, you've got to think with like vamp as well how much space do they have on the stage well i was looking at the like the pig pen in switch and the amount of contestants obviously 22 like there was not enough room for them all oh 100 like they were they were fully squished and right. mercury's wig took up two seats <laughs> so and I know, and that venue was rammed because my personality was dominating that front row of that, of that <laughs> venue. First up on the Drag Idol 2023, just whatever you want to call it. Drag Idol box. <laughs> we have Phoebe Loren. Now, I saw probably two seconds of this number, um, and she live sang. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> do you want to see more? Because I don't. Um, I it was the it. first number, and I stood there and I saw the mic, and I was like, "Oh God, here we go!" And then the vocal started, and bless her, you know what? For going first, I always give like credit to the person oh, who said to go first. Like one hundred. Yeah. Can we just say, by the way, anyone who's watching? Please do not take any of these comments to heart. We are just having fun. We are just reviewing drag. Second of all... Also, we all know, we have all been there with you guys. Like, oh, we've been yeah. We know what it's like to be on that stage. I never, ever went first my year. I've been last before, but I've never, ever went first. I went first once. I've So I've never... I've always, always been middle of the running order and yeah. like in the second half which to me sometimes worked in my detriment. Like I remember doing the cell block tango number and by the time it got to my cell block tango number, everyone was wasted. No one cared. So I think going first, especially week one going first, I think it's the shit spot. Like I think think it's the spot where you're destined to go home because I Mm -hmm. think everyone who's gone first I don't think has ever made it past week one. Ivy. Wait, did Ivy go first? Ivy went for Ivy went Ivy was in week one, part one, and she was the very, very first one. Right, scratch that. Ivy's an exception. 
There you are. <laughs> my, my year, Costa went first and yeah. then went home first. Um, yeah. Don't ask me who went first on your year. <laughs> I remember she had a rainbow wig on and she sang live and she wore a blue sparkly dress. But that's all I remember. Um, I don't know where she is now. Yeah. Um, who who was this queen again we were about? Phoebe Loren. Phoebe. Um, like, a lot of guts to come out and do live vocals, like, in Switch of all places. Again, could uh, never. Yes, like, the sound system. And, listen, guys, honestly, advice to future people if you're listening. Um, maybe don't do live for your week one, just because the sound system in Switch is just... They're still testing the waters. Yeah. Like, which um, I noticed this year, the, the mics were very quiet. Yeah. If I was to, yeah, if I was to do, la- if I if I was a live queen, I would do what a lot of the queens did this year, and we'll get to it, but there was quite a few queens that did live, and then they did lip sync. Yes. And that, or other way around. Um, That's probably what I would have done. I wouldn't, if I was a live queen, I wouldn't do, like, all of it live, because yeah. you just can't guarantee it, and also relying on a live mic. To be yeah. there and like having that trust in that sound system, which is like eighty years old. There's is... nothing to like fall back on because, like, like you yeah. said, if you do a bit of live with lip sync, mm-hmm. if the live fucks up, you still got a summit to fall back on. Like, yeah. you're still like you've yeah. got the rest of the track to fall back on. It's not like oh well, this is fucked up. I've just got to stand here now. Yeah, like I remember in your year, a lot of people's lives kept cutting out. Yeah. And Bonnie and Ben, the absolute wankers that they are. Powerhouse wankers. Brought their own mics. You know what? (laughs) That was so brilliant, but really irritating. Like, but it didn't break on them. The mics were perfect. I don't think anyone from my year, like, sat. Oh, wait, no, Fonda sang. In my year, mm-hmm. I think Fonda was the only one. I think mm-hmm. could be wrong, but um, yeah, Phoebe, it just didn't have that oomph that you needed to start the show off with. It didn't have like that that yeah. punch, and I could tell within like ten seconds that the judges had already zoned out. I think in I think because drag has <laughs> evolved so much and, and drag idols evolved so much that you can't just do one straight song anymore like it has yeah. to you have to if you're going to do a straight song have a gag or have something in there that is gonna set it apart it also it it does get me a bit fuming like people are doing the research and you know yeah. researching the competition yeah. because they say every year do your research see what's been done like don't just do bloody standard things like it's not what they want they've said this multiple times now i think it's the standard thing hasn't got anyone very far like judge critique wise in years like yeah very true very yes true. um phoebe um judge said that she missed the mark from i do agree but i think she was lovely she was so nice on the night um Lovely girl. I had a chance to speak to her, but she looked really pretty. She did. You know what? That's one thing about nearly everyone this year. Like the looks. Some of Plastique said as well, like the looks were down. Like the yeah. looks were 
everyone looked immaculate. So it's, it's very, like... it's very refreshing to have queens so early in the competition as well. Literally know what they want to look like yeah. and spend time perfecting how they want to look as well. Like obviously, performance is probably the most important thing in Drag Idol. You're not gonna Rory yeah. is pretty only gets you very far. Um, yeah. And especially this year, Pretty didn't get you far at all. No. <laughs> but um, It got you out the door if you were yeah. <laughs> And Also, I do want to say that this year's judging, obviously because there was so many contestants, it was very brutal to the point where I, even on the way home, I questioned if I was, if, if I entered this year with the exact same number I did in my year, would I have gotten through? I do not know. I was totally in the same boat. Like I was, um, when I got home, me and Jay were talking about it. I was just like, if I had entered with my week one number from last year, I said to him, I would have been one of the ones who were cut straight away. Because I'll be honest, when I entered last year, I entered week one with a number that I knew was safe. Mm. That was just borderline, just, yep, that'll get me through. And then even last year, I was sat there panicking, like, oh my God, I could go home. Mm. But, We'll never know. Yeah. Anyway, next next person. Anyway, thank you very thank you, Phoebe. In terms of um twenty twenty three judging, what thumbs do you give it? Um, not this thumb. This new <laughs> technique we've had. We've had the scoreboards. We've <laughs> we've had scoreboards. We have, and now we've got a thumbs up. Um, I'd give it a a middle. Nice, nice. A middle. Uh, next we've got Miss Cherry Bomb. Miss Cherry Bomb, um, a good friend, like a good friend of ours, like we know them well. Yeah. Like, um, lovely queen, um, an amazing like introduction to them as a character, and started off the theme of the night of doing numbers that introduced them as the character. I love it. I absolutely. I wish I did it my year, but I just couldn't. I just couldn't figure out how to do it. Yeah. Um, I love it when queens do a number about why they are called what they're called. Yeah. So like Rory always say Rory said it once when I when I was watching Drag Idol. Yes, um, I forgot what year it was, but Rory said it once where she was like, she always talks about Venus, Demi. Yeah. Her week one number was basically about why she was called Venus Demilo, and it's about the statue that has no arms. Yeah. Um and Rory always said that that was a very good week one number because it basically, from the, like, out of the gate, literally just said exactly everything you need to know. Yes. It was honestly an amazing number, like, very, very as an introduction. Number. And you know what? I think out of all, like, the this year there were so many different categories of, like, types of drag contestants. Like, you know, what they did. Was it camp? Was it dance? Was it this? Was it that? Like... Mm. Cherry was for me was the only like dancer dancer, but not in a sense like choreography dancing. Mm. Like I don't want that to come across like I know what you mean. No, I know like, what you mean. It was very much like she could dance, like it's very much like oh, I can't think of the word like show stopping dance. Tricks and not... flips and kicks and Yes, like um cack diddy cack, cack, yes. cack, cack. Yes. Um, dance. But it was amazing. And she showed what she could do. And it was a lovely little number about who she was. It's one of those um, things where I wish the stage was bigger because I know that she could do yes. some more. And it's annoying because if she got eliminated that week, which, spoilers, she didn't, um, 
if she got eliminated that week, it would have been one of those things where I was like, oh, if only the stage was bigger, yeah. it would have been so much better. But it was already so good. So, like, imagine that on, like, Boulevard stage. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm excited to see where she goes with the character, with her yes. drag coming forward. Yes. Um, it was a nice introduction. It was a very good week one number. It was a yeah. very nice week one number. And she's also one of those that was a uh, was a baby queen during, I want to say COVID. Was she a baby queen during I don't know. I think she's quite uh, new to the game because I remember when I, rem- I started I just, up yeah. here, she wasn't around, I don't think, when I came up for last year's Idol. I remember her coming to I might be wrong I might be mistaken with someone else but I kind of vaguely remember her coming to family friendly drag castle shows that we did with prize um and obviously Lucy knows her because I believe she's from Sunderland yes she is she is okay so Lucy knows her because she's from Sunderland um so yeah she very lovely yeah very very lovely person um also, viewers, if you are wondering why I sound very sexy in my voice and very raspy, it's because I am losing my voice from a lovely weekend of absolutely destroying my vocal cords <laughs> and then to round it off, screaming through every idle number. So when you watch the video back and you can hear that obnoxious screaming laugh, that is me. Um, if you're wondering why she's losing her voice, it's because she's had her tongue up Rory's asshole. <laughs> so, uh, I spent the whole night last night rimming Rory, and I love her. <laughs> and I would and not that change is why it. she hasn't recovered. Um, <laughs> so, in terms of thumbs up, what would you give it? Thumbs up, like full thumbs up. Yeah. Very good. It was, it was what I wanted. It was just, it was nice. It wasn't laboured. It wasn't just too much. Um, you could tell she was nervous, but I don't fucking blame her. Like I was shitting bricks. Very high one. energy. Yes. If I could give her, if I if I could give her like a critique or anything, I would say I'd love to see some spoken word. Yes. Because I think there was a lot of music kind of cut together, um, and I would would have liked to have seen it kind of either minimized, like yeah. some of it out, or broken up a bit more yeah uh, with like spoken word or sound effects or whatever i don't know and... the thing i realized with this year was i think a lot of people are new to making tracks and haven't and plastic mentioned this as well yeah haven't, people haven't learned how to like equalize stuff like yeah. some parts were really quiet and then bam the song had hit so yeah. like i was a lot of performances i was missing out like some of the spoken word because it was so quiet yeah I think that's where I think that's where it helps. I think everyone who does drag idol, I think they need some kind of mentor. I think it really yes. helped when I had um, Anna with me because she would literally get my track and go, "You see where this levels up all the way up here, and this levels all the way down here. You need to do that." Yeah, just, it's why like when I entered, yeah, I'm glad I, I entered at a point where I was kind of versed with making tracks. I do, you know. What mm. sounded good mm. and stuff, and I think the one thing I've learned is to like get a speaker in my house and play my track through the speaker so I can hear what it sounds like. Yeah, it's always different helpful. listening to it on your laptop or through your headphones. Yeah, but a speaker will give you the best, like, yeah. and all the way up as well. Turn it all yeah. up. 
because then you'll be able to hear if there's any like crackles or any like quiet parts or whatever so you can go back in and change it um and also what i would say to contestants as well is to not be afraid of drag cliches yeah like i get that it might be overdone but as long as it's not i am what i am (laughs) then just flip you know what i mean as long as as long as it's not um this is me while taking your drag face off. (laughs) (laughs) Then just do it. Who cares? Don't be afraid of drag cliches. Right. uh, Next up is Satin Addict. I have not, I didn't see them, but I saw videos and I heard very good things. Very good performance. And you know what? The judges were quite harsh in the critiques. Oh, really? I enjoyed it. Um, very, like with Cherry, very a number that introduced who sat yes. and was. I enjoyed them. Ivy spoke very highly about it. She said that it was very funny and that it was very clever because, again, it basically told them about her name. And Another one who started off with live vocals as well, but then, like you said, went into a lip sync and the live vocals were good and it was just, it was the, it was it was good number. It was good. very strong and a nice instruction. Who who Saturn is? I'm excited to see where Saturn's going to go in this competition. Yes, um, I'm excited to see what they're going to bring next week. Yes, mm-hmm. but yeah. it it was nice as well. Like this year, I noticed there's a lot of like niche talents coming through now, and um, which is yeah. nice. Like people are bringing in talents that they do out of drag into drag now like Saturn used a hula hoop and it was so camp and it was like good and like honestly I loved it oh amazing cool that's very good yeah I'm I'm very happy about like people um yeah bring bringing in new talents and and kind of showing off yeah showing off their hidden talents and showing off what they can do because yeah you're a drag queen that can lip sync and and do splits well done but like what else can you I do? think after so many years of Idol as well, it's this time we need to keep the competition fresh. People doing this is keeping it fresh, if you get me. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, again, like, it's not a detriment if you don't have, like, a secret talent. But if you've got a secret talent, you might as well show it off. It makes you stand out as well, which I've noticed. Yeah. Like, you know, you someone, like, in a year's time, we'll probably be like, oh, who was the one who did the hula hoop one? Oh, it was Saturn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But I'd give Saturn a good thumbs up. I really enjoyed the number. And it was another very nice, clear, like, representation number. It showed us who Saturn was. Good. So... Who, we got, who is up next? Next up, we have Dixie Sucks, who was one of my favourites. And... I have been, I, I, I fucking raged that Dixie sucks. I'm sorry, spoilers, spoilers, everybody did not make it through because it was, it was a fucking good number. Like, that doesn't make sense to me why she went home because I remember the judges really being very nice things. Critiques. Like, I was shocked and I was really upset because it was a good number. She got really good critiques and yeah. it was a lovely, it was a whole number about, um, the different levels of um I want to say not depression um grief oh grief yeah grief it was amazing mm-hmm. again I didn't see all of it but from what I saw because I caught the ending of it um 
very good, very high energy. Um, again, you could tell she was nervous, but like, it's drag idol. I mean, everyone's going to be nervous. Um, I'm so- sorry, it's just awakened this whole upset I've got in my brain, and I totally <laughs> forgot about it. I- I'm really upset about it. I made predictions on my phone of where everyone was going to place. I'm not going to share it because people are going to get offended. But I <laughs> made predictions of where everyone was going to place. I made a. Pre- I said that Dixie was going to make semi-final. The num- I just so- think, Bob, like, if I was a judge, I could see why maybe, like, there was a lot. Like, it was a good number. Yeah. But I think there was a lot more. I think she might have been, like, you know, like an alternate one where, like, she could have stayed, like, probably, like... Right. I don't know, just... Right. It wasn't shit at all. Hmm. But... That's annoying. That's... I, I think it might have been one of those things, just to find it, it might be one of those things where probably they went through every single person that they didn't give all three thumbs yeah. up to and looked and looked at each person and went, why did we not give all why did we not like give all three thumbs up to that person and it might have come down to either she might have been forgettable and they yeah. might it might have just been circumstantial like it's nothing to do with her talent or the yeah. number i think just week one the sheer amount of people that you get through like right. i think they probably i think it, they had to think a lot more than just how good the number was i think they had to think as well of are they going to bring something different next week? Um, yeah. Is this all that they do, you know? I'm ha- I hope she enters again next year because I <laughs> think she'll absolutely smash it. She's a lo- She's so lovely and kind. Very lovely. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just... one of those things where I think, um, again, yeah, people pro- they probably looked at it and went, I don't remember what it was, or it didn't make a big enough impact or it was she had the um she had the downside of being an early on and i yeah. think when you're an early on and your number is not as rememberable as like say like saturn's hoop number mm-hmm. um and also she came I... after cherry bomb as well yeah she it's, came it's just a lot like people don't realize with idol like it's a lot uh-huh. where the rutted order plays a part in it definitely 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 and also i think um and also, it's it's things like scalability as well. I think they look at it and go, who's going to grow and who are we excited yes. to see what does next? And I think, obviously, the, what you what judges see is what they get because, like, the judges, Pe- Penny, Plastique, Rory, they're not going to open drag or these different... No. They're not, no offence, but they could not care less about what you do outside that competition. 110%. Yeah. No, I mean, um, they might... Okay. They, Obviously, think, like the the um the AFAB representation this year was fucking amazing. Like you're welcome. <laughs> my hair never had anyone like, and it was the one thing I was upset about when I entered. Like, our year was diverse, but there wasn't that representation. Yeah, it's really like I wish there was. Yeah, it's 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 re. I was going to say that it's very nice to see a lot of. I don't know how they identify, but it's a, a very nice to see a lot of AFAB people. Yeah. Uh, come through the door and the doors you've opened in the words of Gia Gunn oh, well you're welcome um... <laughs> <laughs> like, I think um... you know what it's just it was nice it was a nice this year's representation of drag was just chef's kiss like yeah oh. it was, there was genuinely something for everyone yes 
And I and I think that's also what played a part as well. I think they probably looked at everything and went, well, this person's good, but this person does the exact same thing and they're just slightly better. It was a bit like, you know, on, like when they do the X Factor and they've got all the different categories and they're just like, so this person probably fit, fit into this category. But then, like you said, there might have been three other people in that category who did it just slightly better. Imagine if they did it like... Uh... What's his face? Um, X Factor. And they were like, you were good and you were good. So we're not putting you through. But if you want to join forces and become. Oh, my God, that'd be I'll put you there. <laughs> Imagine. Wow. That would be so chaotic. Imagine saying to like Dixie and who else? Who else was it that like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know Dixie or Phoebe. Yeah, Phoebe yeah, yeah. Like. Imagine saying to like Dixie and Crystal, you were both great, but not good by yourselves. You know what, though? You'd be good as a group. Yes. The chaos. I would love it. So we're going to take a quick break, get a drink, and then we'll be right back. All right, darling. See you soon. And we are back. We are uh, back. Welcome to your unofficial uh, Drag Idol review show, because Velvet is the only official one, to be fair. Yeah. We could never. We're, we're just doing it because um, we've got mental illness and we love Drag Idol. <laughs> Oh, we haven't talked about the judges' looks, actually. Oh, yes. Go, right. We'll start with the Um, Ophelia was welcome to the stage. And in true Ophelia fashion, she had the beautiful red hair. And she had a beautiful, beautiful glittery dress on. And you know what? You could see on the judges' faces this year how happy they were to be back. Yes. Like, Ophelia looked genuinely ecstatic to be back and it was lovely to see and you know what it was a lovely it was lovely to see Ophelia also Ophelia looked amazing she did can I just say that wig is was gorgeous on her and I wanted it um so drag is it drag helmet basically Vivian's Vivian's did it um and yeah Absolutely fantastic. Very, very nice. Very, very lovely. Um, and that dress was gorgeous. Um, Plastic was the brand new judge yes. for this year. Um, again, looked amazing. I need to get a picture up actually, because I don't really remember fully. The look was beautiful. It was t- it was I don't want to sound like cliche, but it was very typical plastic, but it was amazing. Like I'm not saying, oh, it's just typical, like it was beautiful, she looks stunning. Um, of course, and another one who just looked genuinely excited to be there. I mean, it's a long time coming. Yeah, so she yes. wore that kind of. I don't know if you can see. Yeah. print, open-toed shoe, very staple plastic blonde wig as well. Um, she just looks stunning. Gorgeous, just absolutely gorgeous, and also plastic is such a success story. She is just one of the most successful queens on this scene and for not to like don't take this the wrong way plastic's watching um she's probably not she's got better things to do but (laughs) it's such a like she is one of the most successful queens on this scene but in such a weird way because she's never won anything yeah. Yeah, she has worked so hard to get where she is and has in- introduced so many amazing things to the scene as well. Um, yeah. Creating a platform for the more more alternative 
um, yes. people on the scene yes. and like a competition to showcase that talent along with like obviously our good friend Baron like yeah. an amazing thing like just, just very, yeah. very just shows you that you know the typical line of you don't have to win to be a winner like you do like hard work yeah. pays off and also it's and it's also very talent of it doesn't matter what you do in drag idol it matters what you do after drag idol yeah. if you don't work yeah. for it if you if you win and don't work for it or if you even if you lose and you don't work for it there's you're not gonna you're just gonna fade in the background yeah completely um yeah and um, yeah penny's look was lovely typical penny very, very like penny. bright hair um glittery outfit just she looked lovely and it was nice to see penny again yeah i think they always make an effort for week one and then and then like week two three and four they show up they show up in like joggers and a t-shirt <laughs> and they don't even they just don't even have eyeliner on they're just like i'm just here i love it you, you, um, you, you sh- should be thankful that i showed up today um, and then of course the the icon of the ball miss rory look my wig on can I just say? <laughs> um, absolutely gorgeous. The, the audacity. Um, <laughs> yes, just amazing. Just absolutely stunning. Um, Rory's the only one that can really, uh, in my eyes, pull off a dress like that as well. In a- you know what I appreciate about Rory? Um, yeah. Yes, Boulevard on the scene is like, it's not off the scene, but it's kind of like, detached very much like you yeah. have the scene and then you have boulevard but rory makes an effort to keep up to date with what people are doing yeah of like, course. the fact that she like i showed up last night in a wig i've styled an outfit i'd made and i'd like put it on my story like i was making this outfit and the first thing she said to me was is this the jacket you've been making like it's, it's little things like that and what really kind of warms my heart um because Rory's one of those people where like you she is so far removed from the scene in the in the good way like yeah. obviously no one wants to be on the scene that much to the point where like she just kind of stays out out of it but she also is very well aware of everything that's going on yeah and it really warmed my heart when I and I don't think she realized that it actually meant something um but when um obviously I was doing when I did my final and she was critiquing me um, and she was just, t- she was just like telling me about all the shows that me and Ivy had been doing during yeah. lockdown. And I was kind of sat there like, how do you even know what that is? First of all, like, that's just absolutely insane to me that you would kind of know that those exist. But then again, like obviously she's friends with Ivy, so she'll know, she'll, she'll be yeah. able to see it. Um, so yeah, it was just really cool because, again, like I said previously, these judges—no offense—really do not care what you do um, outside of the competition. Yeah. Like it, it, and and really anyone, the audience members don't really care what you do outside the competition. So if you kind of sit there and go, "Well, I work here and I do do this and I do these," cap- like so, you, you yeah, I think my year proved that very much. Of yeah, you could be a working girl, but it don't like don't matter in that competition. No. They, right. they, they don't they don't watch you no offense like they might obviously i've worked with plastic before and 
I'm doing, we're both doing a show with her at the stand in Newcastle yeah. on the 20th, something of March. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, link in my bio. Um, obviously, you know, we work together and, and we see each other's shows often, but still, like, we're not keeping tabs on each other. We're not going to yeah. every single thing. So, um, it, it is always nice when they kind of reference things that you've done outside the competition and kind of incorporate that into your performance and go, oh, I like this, but if only you did what you did at that show the other day that I saw. Yeah. You know? But yeah, the judges looked amazing, but yeah. I think we need to jump back into the acts. Let's of go course. back into the action. And we are coming up to Costa Fortune, who is Bonnie, uh, Bonnie, the previous winner's track daughter. She's and a daughter. nice return from last year's competition. Yes, she went um, home first, and I, you know what, she rightfully went home first last last year because, again, she was up first, and it was just a very safe number. And oh I my think God, has, has she gone? away and practiced and put effort in and she's took the, those judges critiques from last year of mm-hmm. wanting to see a bit of choreography want to see more makeup want mm-hmm. to see more of like a story has she taken that and she's just ran with it and on and she is one of those people that it really does make a difference when you research what you yes. are going to i think i think it's very evident between people who actually research Drag Idol and people who go into it blind. There's a yes. lot of people this year that came in to, came to Drag Idol in drag and I was like, oh, you're performing. And they were like, no, 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 I'm here to watch it so I know what I'm doing next year. And I was like, that's, yeah. that's the way to do it. That is fully the way to do it. I remember when I entered, um, me and Jay sat down and we binged watched every year. Me too! Like, <laughs> you've got to do that research. You yes. have to. I think... You know, you should care about what you are entering. And if there, if there is, like, 10 years' worth of previous years on YouTube, watch them. Yeah. I mean, I remember my year. Um, yeah, I, I, remember, I remember my year. Rory, not Rory, sorry, Rusty said to me, oh, you should use this song in, in your mix. And I and it was a parody song. And I was like, oh, that's really funny. But the judges, Penny and Plastique, hate um, parody songs. Yeah. So, and I really don't want to do a parody song when I'm already on thin ice anyway. Yeah. And I, and I, and I really want to get through to the semi-final. So I'm not going to do that. But thank you very much for the suggestion. Um, <laughs> it, um, and I was actually praised for it on stage. I remember, I think it was Penny that said something like, R- Rusty mentioned to me that uh, she recommended you a parody song, but you said that you, they don't like, that we don't like parody songs, which is correct. And it, and again, it, it's that little, like, just that little bit of research that kind of will set you apart from everyone. You don't yeah. have to, you don't have to do exactly what the judges like. You don't have to literally sit there and go through kind of ev- all of their like top favorite, most played songs on Spotify and put that into your mix. <laughs> but yeah. like, understand what the what references they enjoy and what they don't like and you know what i mean like when i did my final i said to rusty i was like what about this song and rusty was like that is rory's favorite musical and i was like 
Mint. Let's go. Bam. Let's go. But so, yeah, yes. Costa's Costa's number. Very good. Very camp. Could tell that she's Bonnie's drag daughter. Um, loved it. Massive yeah. step up from last year. And Bonnie's and I, Bonnie's done a lot of. I mean, Costa's put a lot of work in. Bonnie has equally done a lot of very good mothering. Um, mm-hmm. You can tell when someone has a good drag mother. Yeah. Uh, which is why I won and you didn't. So. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Up. Um, I would give Costa's number a good thumbs up. Yeah, very, very funny. Very, very good. Again, one of those ones where I don't know if she knew this or not, but Rory's a very big fan of the royal family. So yes. that is instantly going to get you put straight through one of Rory's books. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Very, very, up very appealing. Who I do we have good. up next? Oh, sorry. Uh, we have Elastique. I missed out on Elastique because I was busy entertaining all of my patrons in the bank bar. All the Taylor Swift stands. So. <laughs> very musical theatre. I can tell that they do musical theatre at university. Very Lovely. calm. It was very much the stand and sing, but it adds like the conviction behind it, like the passion, like the choreography. What did she like, do? She did, um, everyone's talking about Jamie and she started off in full Fine. drag. And then she like ripped the wig off and revealed like this robe, and she had like the full like denim jacket, like the denim trousers. Like she ripped the wig off and she dyed like she bleached her hair for the competition. It wasn't a wig; she bleached her boy hair, and it was full like boy like it was it was camp. She didn't just do that for the competition. She did. She had a mental breakdown and did that. And went, oh, you know what I look like Jamie from Jamie the Musical. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> um. Very much got compared to Plastique in the sense of their idol run of they were someone who worked on the bar at Boulevard. Oh. They were someone who did musical theatre in their first week. They're someone who's got a very similar name. And like they said, yes, if, they, yeah. if they continued with how Plastique did in the competition, They're they could possibly win. make the, <laughs> they could possibly make the final. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm excited to watch it back. Um, again, she did get through, so she probably did a very good job. And... A lot to work with. Like they said, very much it was a nice, safe number for week one, but they can't wait to see where she goes from here. Like very much. Like when we were saying about Dixie, I think yeah. they thought, look, we could probably see a big development, a big growth from Ella. Yeah. So yeah, I like yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd give the number of thumbs up. Good. I will give it. I don't know because I have not seen it. So, <laughs> um. Next up is Aria Quinn. Aria, ah, oh, lovely from Middlesbrough. Looked immaculate. Like the whole look was together. Yeah. Um. Did this number about the Mad Hatter. Um. Lovely. So it was already camp. Um. The. It was very crazy, and you know me, I love a good crazy number. I love a uh-huh. lovely good bit of mental illness on stage. And, like, the gags were amazing, like, she did reveals, and she even did this thing where she'd got prosthetics on and you couldn't tell, and then she just, like, ripped her face off, and it was, like, really gaggy, and it was it was, it was was a good number. Was it very alt? Yes. Nice. What songs did she do? Um... You know, <laughs> brilliant. So I can't remember off the top of my head, but did it was, she it get was through? Do you remember? Yes, that? she did. Lovely. 
Good for her. See, again, I really don't know what to say about this one because I haven't seen it. Um, but I'm I'm sure you did amazing, Aria Quinn. I'm sure you did amazing. And I'm very sorry if I said your name wrong. Um, but these Middlesbrough queens, they always show out every single year and they always... Middlesbrough queens always seem to get very, very far. Um, and I don't know if that's because Penny drags them to the final um, or if they are actually very talented. <laughs> No, no, no. Middlesbrough Queens are very, very talented because that scene is very small and you do have to work very hard to get noticed. Um, this is the first year where we've had a lot of Middlesbrough girls as well. Yes, yes. Like, um, and you know what? They didn't play it safe. They came to, sl- mm-hmm. like, they came and they came hard and it was, you know what? We may end up with, I don't know, a top four that's fully Middlesbrough. You never know. Like, if Penny gets away, is... sure. <laughs> With how week one went, I can't directly call a top four. Yes. I can give me till week two, and then I can tell you who I think will make the top four. You can, I mean, you could kind of guess. You could kind of always say, oh, this is who I want. But then yes. again, that can change. Like, I had a, I think I had a top four when I left Drag Idol last night. But then, obviously, when the video comes out, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Oh no no no! Actually, this person instead. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I love um, Aria's very good number. Thumbs up from me. Good, good. Because when you think about the Middlesbrough queens from the previous years, you've got like uh, Skanky Gucci. from your year. Gucci, you've... previous winner. Gucci, previous winner. Claudia Gabor. Yes. Um, who. We love very, very much. And also Forking Dick. Yes. Um, like, all these people have just named all strong and all finalists. Yeah, literally. All all names that you are going to remember for years and years and years to come. And now we've got some more iconic people that have been added to it. Who is our next performer, Frida Sapic? Reese Weatherspoon. Not to be confused with Reese Witherspoon. Who was blue? She does, she does blue. Um, didn't watch it again. Sorry, Reese. This was like the first, well, not the first, but like after we just had like a massive line of amazing performers, and like this was like the first one since the first performer who was a dud. Like it was the judges quite harsh critiques. Do you think the judges didn't understand it? They didn't like it. They said it was just it was messy. It was just like, I'm going to do these reveals, but it just mm-hmm. had no, like, story behind it. They were doing the, all these tricks. She is also an open drag alumni. Yes. Well, not alumni. She still performs open drag, but... It was just... You know what? It wasn't a bad number, but it was very... Like, to follow the... Um, like, how many previous amazing people that they've, like, had in a row. Yeah. It was just like, you know, when the roller coaster's going up and it just finally clicked and went. Yeah, I see. I see. Oh, well. Yeah. Sadly, she <laughs> didn't make it through. But there's always next year. She can always yeah. do a cross the fortune and come back and slay it next year. Um, Again, it's one of those things where, like, it might be a good number, but not a good competition number. Yes. You know, like, she could do, she might be able to do that in a bar and it, be absolutely incredible there's loads of numbers that i've done before where 
it'll flunk with one audience and then get everyone screaming at it. Yeah. I think this year has just shown how it's not just a Newcastle competition anymore. Yeah, yeah, it is, It's very much, it's a national competition now. It's, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like, we've said every year it's gotten bigger and bigger. This year is the biggest it's been. Say, like, I had a helping hand in, like, influencing because i think i showed with last year making it to the final and traveling up each week from fucking hull like yeah. I, think, I think i showed to him that it's worth it it pays off which you can know. i just say by the way to everyone listening i have done the ride from hull to newcastle once and i will never ever do it again that it's is awful. stressful it is disgusting you have to do two trains and you have to, and the train, the train stations aren't even next to each other. Like the platforms aren't even next to each other. You have to go up like three flights of stairs, down two, across like. You have to get six buses. You have to cross five rivers. It's really disgusting. And the train between York and Hull is just a, like it's... a gross little shuttle bus. On oh my God, track. no, I'm sorry about this train as we go off topic, but. Me and Jay, when we were moving up to Newcastle, we came for a house viewing on the hottest day last year, like the hottest day. Um, we ended up having to stay over. When we were going home, we waited in Newcastle train station for five hours for one train, got on it. It was a beautiful LNER train, fully aircon. got to York, got off and had to get on that fucking station wagon tin can with no aircon, and it was disgusting. It's the Ryanair of trains. It is. It is horrendous. It makes it makes the train to the metro center look like look like economy class on the Dubai airline, <laughs> like on the Emirates. Like it looks honestly. Um. So yeah, hats off to you. Well done. Who have we got next? On oh that yes, up next we have all the way from Sunderland, Setter Blaze, who um. Got in yeah. there very quick that it was their first time performing. And what? It was a lovely first time in drag performance. Was it a lovely week one idol number? No. I think if she really cares about drag, I think she'll listen to the critiques and do yeah. a costa and come back next year yeah. all guns blazing. What was it that Penny said about her box? They just didn't get it. They're just like... No, didn't Penny say like a really shady comment about oh, um, It was something like the box had um, last chances and um, Penny said something about like, um, yeah, then this was this could have been your last chance to show us what you've got and you fucked it up or something. <laughs> In true Penny shady form. Oh, Penny, I love you very much. Um, yeah, bless her. You know, there's always... I think it's very dangerous going into Drag Idol and it being your first time performing. Yeah, especially for me, now. For me, it was my first time performing. I know for Teresa, it was our first time performing. Um, for Gladys, I think it was our first time performing. Yeah. So, there's, so there are you can win for your first time performing, but at the same time, people like me and Gladys, we had theatre experience to back it up. You know, so I think... I think- Plastic hit the nail on the head of Idol has now become this thing where it isn't a platform now for just baby queens to launch themselves. 
like it very much just developed into this now there's like industry professionals like the best of the best are entering yeah 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 and even if you are not already working because again like i said you can win and it still be your first time performing you've just yeah. gonna have some kind of other life experience to back it yeah. up it's not, not it's not enough a... now yeah it's not enough now to just go on and go i'm gonna do this for fun like that's unfortunately not what drag idol is anymore sadly being a twink from sunderland won't get you through yes so very thank you very much for applying set of blaze but you didn't you were unsuccessful um, next we have Celestia von Claude Evergreen, which is a very long name. From um, London. From London. And uh, yeah. You've what the fuck? You've got so many competitions in London, but you chose this one. So thank you very much for coming up. Um, and I would like to say idol history has been made. I think Celestia identifies as a drag queen. Yeah. And if they do, this makes Celestia the first ever queen of colour to have entered Drag Idol. For real? Yes. I'm, I'm not going off the record. I'm sure we have not had a queen of colour. We've had kings of colour. <gasps> but I don't let's think we've not, had a queen. Yeah, let's... let's... People can fact check that, so let's not put that in. Um, let's not don't quote us on that. Don't but, um, quote. Yeah. Oh. But it's still it's still a minority that we don't see much of in Drag Idol. We really don't, and I think that's a massive issue in in Newcastle in general. Is that the Newcastle queer scene is very white. It is insanely yeah. white. We have had. And it's not an intentional thing. It's not like a, oh, you know, it's no one gatekeeping or or no one like. No, oh, you can't. it's just like there's no one who wants to do it if you get me at the end of the day i think it's not newcastle's a very small scene um and obviously the only like people of color that we've had in newcastle is a queen from years ago which i can't remember her name i think she's called honey i want to say she's yeah. called um who passed away recently um and then obviously then we had veggie and we had treacle treacle's pissed off so now we've <laughs> got one diversity in our entire scene. Um, so they are now the most booked king. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all honest, in all seriousness, no, like the scene isn't as big as London and Manchester. Yeah. It's really, it is really hard to kind of get that diversity. I mean, yeah. um, and also I feel like the North, because the North is insanely racist, um, uh, you know, because of our very uh, football fanatic, yeah, men aggressive. Anyway, let's not go into it. But um, look at this kind of worms we're opening. <laughs> um, yeah, Newcastle's became very white. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, there's a lot of work that Newcastle needs to do, but it is very nice to see people of colour kind of coming and to did, Newcastle and reclaiming it. Which is and nice. they bloody killed it. Like, yes, yeah, it was very just a stand, a stand and dance, but they made it funny. They made that the joke. Like, they they inserted the clip of Rory being like, it they is just a, a club dancing. And then she was like, yeah. oh, piss off. Like, it's smart things like that. 
knowing that the judges are probably going to critique you saying it's just you dancing. And get there before then... they do. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if imagine if they hadn't um imagine if they hadn't put that in there and then Rory could have said the, that exact same thing. Yeah. Because they put that in there, Rory then used that as a joke and used that to sort of compliment them, which was very, very cool. And they're dancing. a very smart person as well. Very. And um, it also shows, uh, again, it sets you apart as a person that's actually revised Drag Idol and has learned about it and knows what they're getting into. Um, and they were just so talented. They were, they were so lovely incredible. as well. Like, they were just nice and kind. And this is what the judges, this is the thing, a small thing with Drag Idol, like the judges picked up on that and it probably went in their favour. Yeah. Did they Did they get through? I don't know. Yes, they got through. So. Well done, Celestia. see what they bring next week. More. It was very clever when Celestia, is it Celestia or is it Celeste? Celestia. Celestia. It was very clever when Celestia kind of said to them, when they were like, oh, what are you going to do next week? And, and she was like, oh, well, you just have to wait and see. Yeah, it's it's oh, smart. It shows, it shows their understanding. It's yeah, not, yeah. It shows that they've not just been like, oh, I'll do this number, I'll rock up, do it, and go out. Yeah. It's like the, it's internally thought about, and that's shit that the judges like. Yeah, and they looked amazing. They looked absolutely yeah. amazing. Um, but again, like, the critique that they had was that she needed to kind of tighten up on her, on her lip sync, yeah. um, which is true. Very, very true. Because I think either you should go into a number, if if she went to the number and not lip synced any of it, or didn't even attempt to lip sync any of it and just danced, yeah. that would be amazing. And then only lip sync like the spoken word bit. Yeah. But if you half lip sync it, half not, it's kind of like, it oh, borders on the line of do you know the words? Do you not know the words? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I love the number. It gets a thumbs up from me. And very different, very very different to what we'd already seen that night as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very very good, very good. Next up, we have Dildo, who was a fan favorite last year. Another returning. Uh yes, love a good returnee, and um, I love Dildo very much. I'm not gonna. And they they didn't Dildo. just return. They they just they set fire to that stage. Like I, that. is it true that she won best in show? So I was speaking to Plastic afterwards in Rusty's, and I said, "Oh, how come they want a best in show?" And Plastic said, "There was. They just forgot to announce it, and it was between it was between um Ari." And Dildo and Dildo ended up getting the best in show. Um, well but Dildo, Dildo was smart because they did a number where it introduced them to the judges again. But yes. it was it followed on the storyline. And the kind of pretty much all of it, but the last kind of twenty seconds was all spoken word. Yes. The majority, all and of it, pretty much, was spoken. They words. knew those fucking words yeah. like to a T. Like, just I can't say anything more because you need to go watch the video. Like, everyone listening, it was amazing, incredible, absolutely incredible. Um, I it had everything in there that you it. would want. It had yeah. comedy. It had it had horror. It had camp. Like ending it on um. Funny Girl, the musical, like, I was like, yes, so come fun. on. I know. 
from from the Leah Michelle of drag herself. Uh, um, <laughs> um, yeah, just very very smart. Just again, someone who knows who they are, knows the competition, has researched the competition, has kind of knows what they are getting into, knows what the judges like, and put in so many really cool gags in there. Made a fat joke about Penny. Made uh, I don't know. Um, just someone as like Costa, yeah, they made it far last year, but obviously they had to drop out because of personal reasons. Like yeah. they they showed like they've still been actively growing in this past year. Yes. It gave me very much, you know, like in 2019 when Cher dropped out mm. and then came back the following year and absolutely like killed it. Cher was very, it, very good with it, it gave me that, you know, like that passion of, you know what, I've sorted my personal problems out and I'm here to fucking win. Yeah. I, I honestly, pro- prop, props to her. Like as, as soon as you know that you have to tap out, tap out. And yeah. is always next year. Um, and she's also a very good live singer, so I'm very excited to see. And she didn't show that this week, which is good. Yes. She, she, also, I don't think she's shown that yet. I don't know. Next person. Is Vic the Prick, who I, I don't know. There's just something about Vic the Prick that I'm kind of obsessed with, and I don't know what it is. Our first drag king of the evening. Yes. Our first and only. Yes. Um, amazing, lovely number. I I was I get excited, and I think maybe this could be the first year we get a drag king solo winner. Hopefully, you never know. The fun. doors, the doors, Ben has semi opened. I mean, there had not been a drag king in the final, but before Ben, there'd not been a drag king in the final since Baron. Yes, and Baron was in the final in 2007. Yes. Like, Dick was this close and then had to drop out. So, yeah. You know what I liked about Vic? It had all the love and all the, like, admiration and, like, the love that I had for, like, Ben, Mm. but on their own. Yeah. Vic was very... Like, that charisma and just, like, the little things. Like, you could... I think Vic has done musical theatre because you could tell from just the, the the little things that they were doing. They're a, they're a, they're a cosplayer as well. They they used they cosplayed before they did drag. And that is just, me... you'll probably agree. Like it's those little those minor details of like just the way they look at the judges or like the way they held the yeah. prop. It's just very just hundred percent professional. Life experiences really helps you in drag. It really yes. really does. If there's I mean again there's a, there's people who don't do theatre and do very well in drag. But if you do theatre or if you do some kind of performance or whatever before you start drag, it is going to help you out so yeah. much. And there is so, I was saying this to Ivy this morning, like the way Vic did their number, on paper, it doesn't work. But the way they did it, it really worked. Like if I if they came to me before Drag Idol and said, so this is going to be my number, I'm going to be Marty McFly. Yeah. And I'm going to lip sync to that part in the film where he's playing the guitar. And I was, and I, and I'd be like, okay, and is that it? And like, yeah. yeah. Like, okay, so you're gonna look like you're gonna look like them, though, right? And he's gonna go, yeah, 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 totally gonna look like them. They're gonna be identical, by the way, while only wearing chapstick. Um, 
yeah, yeah, I'm going to be identical. And I'm like, so there's going to be no spoken word? No, 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 just just that. Just that bit, bit in the film where he plays the guitar, but it's going to be inflatable. I, I'd, I'd probably sit there and go, yeah, Vic, um, good luck. See you, see you at home. It was, um, the, it was intelligent humour, like Very the intelligent. sexual innuendos with the guitar and everything. Yes. It was just, it was thought out to the detail and, and I it was it. very very well rehearsed yes if I was to give one critique to Vic I would really like them to grow their performance so I would really love it if they again it was a very good week one number and it obviously got them through and yes. it was very funny um but I would like to see kind of bigger I want to see more of a storyline yes. I would love it if they wore more makeup to be honest, I'm not a, I'm I don't want to sound old school, but um I would really like it if they wore, make, more makeup. A lot of room to develop, and that's what yeah, they love. They love a but good also, person to develop. Yeah, they are a new king. They met. They told me last night, um, which I didn't. I don't. I didn't believe them until they messaged me again this morning. But they told me last night that they're one of the reasons why they do drag is because they saw me. They performed uh, at Tour de Moon the same yeah. night that I did Tour de Moon and I allegedly told them that um, you can do drag, anyone can do drag it doesn't matter what gender you are what sexuality you are, anyone can do drag and they went home that night and went I'm going to start drag so that is very and I think this year of Idol has proved anybody can do drag Literally. no matter what walk of life you've come from Um. so look at me being a being a, a follower, like a, a creator of um, religion, and um, you know they are my like Mother Teresa. They are my disciple. Uh, I am Mother Teresa, exactly. Um, yeah, no. Mother uh, yeah. to Frida. Um, but no, in all seriousness, that was that was very lovely, and um, I really don't remember it, so I'm very sorry, Vic, if you're watching. They're probably not listening, but um. <laughs> I do not remember saying that, but I do still stand by it. Literally, if you want to do drag, just do it. Yes. And do not take it seriously. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, really, just have fun. Drag is fun. Drag is stupid. Drag is embarrassing. Like, yes. just have fun. Um, And Vic really showed that you can just have fun. Yes. Who have we got next, Frida? Oh, you'll never guess. It is Jane Doe. The silence is deafening. <laughs> um, <laughs> what would you like to say about Jane Doe, Stacey? Because I didn't watch it, but I've heard a lot about it. And obviously by their status this morning um, on Instagram, they weren't very happy with their performance. It was it was bad. Um, and it was bad for all the like worst ways. Uh, on paper, if Jane had come to me being like, I'm doing this, I would be like, great. Like, it was supposed to be a stand-up routine, but it just wasn't funny. And I think I think she needs to rectify this situation and apologise because mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if she's realised that she's caused offence, but it wasn't nice. I think she probably does because of what she put on Instagram. Uh, yeah. I do know, not that this excuses anything that she said, but I do know that she was not in the right headspace at all and I really don't think she should have I really think she should have dropped out to be honest yeah. 
Um, if because again, like we said with dildo, like we said with everyone, if you're not in the right headspace, tap out. Don't do it because it's gonna even like bring you down yeah. first. Um, I, I just think he um, went in with this idea of I'm doing stand up. It's gonna be funny, but. It wasn't. It very, was just... very, yeah, very brave to do stand up for the first week. Very brave to do live, um, especially yeah. when people don't know you. And I think that's why you will. That's why people do live, sort of at the semi final because people already know who you are. Yeah, you're really going to get the references that you're going to say. So if you then go straight into like, imagine if Layla started making trans jokes, like we yeah. and started saying like the tea sl- people would be like. People would sit there like, oh my God, this is really uncomfortable. Because no one knew no one yeah. knew what happened if she was trans at all. Um, so yeah, it's one of those things where you kind of have to read the room. It's very difficult because Jane is, is a really nice person. And when I've spoken to them, they, they've always been very, very lovely. Um, but that just kind of hit the mark, didn't like really miss the mark a bit. Um, by a bit, I mean a lot. Um It very and- much backs up that thing of run your ideas past someone at least a hundred percent i always say this to people if you're gonna do stand up doesn't matter if you're miss rory or if you're jane doe <laughs> if yeah. you're gonna do if you're gonna do stand up run it by someone talk to someone anyway next person let's next get on person. to positivity uh, one of my very good friends uh crystal p enigma who was originally in my year she got to week three week four and then got mm. limited. I was, uh, I remember in my year being very intimidated by her because A, she was a very good lip singer and B, she has already won a competition elsewhere, a very prestigious co- co- drag competition as well, elsewhere. I think, I- I'm not 100% sure. Um, so yeah, she's already very well established in um, a few drag scenes already. I think with Crystal's performance, it was just she was a victim of the circumstance she was under. Yeah. Like, her props fucked up. Like, anything that could have gone wrong went wrong. And I think yeah. it would have been... I think with her, she was still in the mentality of, I'm in 2020 slash 2021's year. She's and always... I don't want that to come across yeah. as shady. Like, no, I know I what you mean. She thought she was still competing against people who, like, were in her year. But she has a. She did. I think she'd not realised that the competition had it has evolved twice now since yeah. her year. And she, like, if she'd done that number in her year and it had all gone right, yeah, she would have been through. Well, let's be honest. If Plastique, if twenty fifteen Plastique came and performed in this year, she would have been out. Yeah. And that's what we said right at the beginning: is that if either of us had performed in our week one, would we have gotten through? I don't yeah. know. You've got to keep. You've got to constantly be, you know, keeping. You've. It's why we've both said you've got to do your research because you've got to see what. Yeah. You've got to continually push it more. And when you think about it as well, if this was any other year, Crystal would have been the last contestant. But there is still yeah. like eight more people to go after her, yeah. and that's a long time to on your number and it really broke my heart yeah because when i saw crystal's name one i was shocked i was like me too me too 
I read, you know what? She is an amazing performer. That AIDS numbers that she did was incredible. Yeah. But like I said, I just think she was a victim of the circumstance. Like, I think it just, the, the stars didn't align. Fun fact, my uh, musicals week when she went home, it was between me and Crystal of who was going to go home. God. And thankfully, Plastique fought my corner um, and said that I had probably more to show than Crystal. Um, sorry, Chris, sorry, Plastique and Crystal. For- you know what? I, I love Crystal. And I hope, like she doesn't, I hope she doesn't take this as a downer. And you know what? I'd love to see her come back next year. I just would love to see her. I don't even I don't even think she needs to come back. I just wanted to see her perform more and for her to get out of a competition mentality and just do what she does because she is so smart and she is so talented. And this is not me being biased at all. Like there is proof that she is very, very good at what she does. But we love you, Crystal. Yeah, we, we love, love you, Crystal. You. And it was lovely. You know what? It was a nice surprise. Yes, of course, definitely. And you know what? It was nice to see the judges' visual reactions when they were like, it's Crystal P. Enigma. And Penny yeah. was like, oh, yeah. like. It's nice to see them kind of. I think that's something that she should take away from it is that, like, the judges really wanted her to do well. And the judges, of it probably really pained the judges. Yeah. Because she is very, very well liked. Next up, a queen who's literally just followed me on Instagram. I've literally just got a notification now. Um, Old Lyra. Oh my god! So is she the cake was... number? Is she because I missed this? I went back. I went. I left, and I realized I stayed. Is she an AFAB queen? I don't know. But I don't. <laughs> regardless of what she identifies, she identifies as a fucking icon in my eyes. You know what? If, she if anyone. Is... She is going to, from what I've heard, she is going to go down as one of those drag idol contestants that everyone quotes now. Every single person is going to quote. Like, she is the modern day Jackie LeCue. Like, she she was giving that energy and I lived. And what a compliment. Like, it was just like the number. I couldn't tell you what was in the number. It was what was said afterwards. And the crowd were eating her up. They were loving her. It's like when she grabbed the mic, she was like, well, this number is just, you know, it's it's about being a young person in this new world. And this was the accent that was on. And it was the way she was, like, looking at the crowd, like, like the looks and just the crowd. Like, she said, like, I think it was like, oh, yes. And all the crowd were like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. And the crowd were just, like, proper, like, doing it. To the point the judges were like, oh, shut up. Like, did... Plastic apparently plastic said something and she just and she apparently looked at it and just blew her a kiss. I can't remember. I think I was too busy just screaming. That was real. I don't know. Apparently, according to uh, our good friend Lucifer, um, apparently plastic critiqued her and said something quite harsh or something, whatever. I don't know. And she just kind of looked at it and just went and blew her a kiss. I, I I don't know. I think I was too busy yeah. just in a fever yeah. dream of like, oh my God. But Rory was living for her. And even Rory made the comment of, it's like a modern day Jackie LeCue. I hope, you-, you know what? This this podcast might go out afterwards just so I, because I, I, really, I really want people to experience it and then listen to this podcast afterwards. Who we got next, Frida? Next up, we have um, 
Young Betty Legs Diamond, Ari Ars, 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 I don't know how to say that. Aria Ashcheek. Aria Ashcheek, there you But are. it sounds so posh and I love it, but it's like such a like dirty name and I love it. Uh, Aria Ashcheek. Betty Legs Diamond from 20 years ago. I loved it. Like, it, I've seen videos. You know I've it seen was... videos and... Uh, very entertaining, very clever. It was so different. Like, yeah, everyone had been doing mixes, but she just, for me, she did Broadway and musical theatre, but it wasn't just, oh, I'm going to stick Chicago on and do Chicago. It was, like, meticulously thought out. It was fully choreographed, like, to the point where in the song there was, like, footsteps noises, and as she walked, it was in time. Like, it was, like, those noises were actually coming from her shoes. and. Oh, it opened with live vocals. It was another one where it was live vocals, but then went into lip syncing, fully choreographed. She knew every word. It, it was, it was so professional. Nice. And she is one of my favorites at the minute. The last person that I saw actually do a number similar to that was actually Anamorphic, and Anamorphic yes. did it. Uh, I want to say week three or week two. Um, she did. It was very much. She was a lovely blend. Like I know, I don't like to compare people, but it was a lovely blend of Baylex Diamond meets Anamorphic. Yeah. Meets a bit of Layla Sphinx. Yeah. Like, and you know what? I'm excited to see her because she's a working girl. She's like, she's a big, like, professional name. Yeah. So, I'm excited to see what she brings. Doesn't she work in Middlesbrough? She works Middlesbrough. Ruby's the one that works in Leeds. Yeah. And she's just, I loved her. And you know what? People could be like, oh, well, she only just did a basic, like, number. But it wasn't. It was like, yeah. it was thought out. And I loved it. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, next up, we have the returning queen, Mercury.co.uk. Mercury from Maya, who made it to week four. Um, sadly went home just because they got into their own head and overfought week four came back you know what it was a typical mercury performance they introduced who they were it was on brand of the space but like i agree with what the judges said i think it was very safe i uh, someone told me that mercury planned on being safe they didn't want to kind of, again, come out all guns ablaze. Like, I felt for her because, you know what, she really wanted to prove it, but... Yeah, you could tell she was very, very upset. And Look at her and Dildo. They both went out the same week. Yeah, both came back to prove, but one did it far better than the other. I'm not it's saying the number was bad. The number yeah. wasn't bad. It was just... The difference is Dildo brought something different to what they'd done in their year. In their yes. year, their previous, like their first year, they did very kind of cookie cutter housewife, very happy to be here. Very like, um, you know, like, ooh, family friendly, like, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, whereas this year they brought a more psycho kind of dark it side. It reminds me of, you know, when like on Drag Race, when girls do well on the season, but they're like very like nice and then they come back for all stars and they just absolutely smash it yeah remind me of that yeah definitely um 
But good attempt, Mercury. Well done. Um, but it's not like she's out of work. She's got bloody work. She'll still be working. So, you know, she doesn't need a Sunday for people to see her. You can go see her at Easy Street. Um, next up, we have the absolute icon, uh, Cara and Carl's friend, Sylvia Snickers. Icon legend. You know what? This is another person where, God, who, um, like Crystal P. Enigma, very a victim of the circumstance of the she did live and she was doing stand-up but the track fucked up the live when she was doing live to a track but she was a beat behind so the track had then start but she was still two seconds behind so it was sad to watch because she's a lovely person but it, it did miss the mark and it just when one thing fucked up, it was like the snowball effect. It just that is a went shame. on. And because shame. she was doing stand-up, the joke, like the first punch didn't grab people. So then people just started talking and ignoring what she was doing. And it just, it became very awkward. And it was very much, I felt like I was just waiting for it to end. One of the people that is very, very good outside the competition. Yeah. But when things don't work in your favour, like, she was 16th in the running. Yeah. Like a long time to wait and still have to grab people's attention. I mean, the thing is, the thing is, if you're going to do, if you're going to do stand up, if you're not, if you're not Miss Rory level, then you might as well just not do it. No offence. Week one as well. Week yeah. one, like you said. You want to be not safe, but you want to be a high safe. Like you want to be remember, you want to be re- memorable. And if they're gonna sit there and go, I have no idea what they did, then you're gone. Yeah. Straight out. Who is up next, Frida? Next up, we have Dixon Stones. Their judges ate Dixon Stones up. It, you know what? It was funny. I will give them that. It was hilarious. It's very good. The judges were howling it was so it was funny the number was hilarious and the one thing that them the judges referred them to was it was like watching a young danny delonco they do give me they really do give me young danny delonco vibes and you know what it was nice to see when they were getting their critiques dixon was genuinely shocked that they were getting good critiques oh that's lovely like they were so happy about it and the crowd were livid the number was hilarious like, it was just, like, it was this dirty, like, sex number. But the jokes were funny. Like, there was this bit about, um, it was spoken word, though, and she knew all the words. Nice. Um, and there was this bit in the spoken word was, like, it was something about, like, I want to have sex with you. I want you to put it in me like you're putting a CD inside of um a DVD player. Um, But then she'd, like, whip this CD out put it up a skirt and like it stuck up like she like crossed her legs and then halfway through the number she opens her legs and the cd just <laughs> drops out it was it was one of those ones you had to watch and it was funny oh my gosh and then it uttered the most iconic thing of ophelia she was saying summer and i can't remember exactly what it was but it was becky how she was like moaning this thing she was like oh oh but moaning this word and ophelia ophelia loved it Mm-hmm. Oh, it, was, it was like watching like Danny Delonco. She's gonna be. I think she's gonna be one of those underdogs, probably. I you mean, know what? Came out very I, strong, but I said I wouldn't make my top four predictions till week two. But I'm gonna say 
because you know idol loves an underdog like they love a storyline as well like me and you have had this conversation before each year of idol there's always a storyline yeah and that's how you know if you're gonna get to the final if you've got a storyline and yeah. the judges are buying into it i think dicks and stones might make the final that is a very good assumption that i think if they and if they do end up with this danny-esque like run in idol i think the judges might take them to the final depends on how live we goes it's always a good thing to be compared to um a past winner because then the judges have already got a very good feeling about you um you know what if Dixon is a smart person, they would go back and watch some of Danny's. Not copy, but look what Danny did. Because they are very similar queens. Yes. And they're very, like, similar. And if they could do batshit crazy things like Danny was doing, but make it unique to them, they are assuming for the final. 110%. I think another person I'm going to say I think might make the final depending on circumstances and how they do, is Elastique. I think they've mm-hmm. this storyline, I think, has been cemented week one with them of I'm very much like Plastique. And I think we're going to get that kind of-esque storyline. Yeah, 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 yeah. Up next, we have uh, Miss Ruby. Just Ruby. Simple Ruby. Ruby. Oh, another one of my favourites of the night. Very much going back to the um, skeleton of the doing the number that introduces you. She did the number that introduced Ruby as this camp theatrical girl. Yeah. I loved it. And she's so lovely. Fantastic. And I don't have anything to say about her someone... because I wasn't watching, unfortunately. Um, I was in bank. But I am, by the time this comes out, I would have seen it. And, uh, I don't know. I loved it. I hated it. I don't know. Who knows? I think um, it was nice to see somebody who was that pretty and that talented genuinely be nervous. Like she's, when also, get... she's also done Viaduct's show bar. Like she performs at yeah. Leeds, which is the boulevard of Leeds. Yeah. Um, so she's already very well known and very successful. And again, it goes back to that thing that you said where like these are industry professionals. People come to Drag Idol to basically just have a crown under their belt, yeah. essentially. Um, and it really shows when you are uh, when you have put the work in and you have performed and and you know what you're doing and you know who you are and you know what you want to show um, and you know what you want people to know about She's you. She's got a very good package. Like, very. Yes. I think with like we've said before with Idol, it's very much. Uh, you are a package. You need to show what you are as a package. Mm-hmm. You're not just someone in drag. I will Lip- say this, Lip- yeah. I will say this. When I did it, um, I and this might be a bit of advice for the future con- the contestants is, I was always a week ahead. So I was always kind of, I always thought like, well, if I don't get to live week, I'm going to do live. If I don't get to the final, I'm going to do visuals now. I mean, yeah. obviously, that's not, that's not possible because, you know, in Powerhouse, I could do visuals. Uh, Chris gave us that option to do visuals. Um, 
And so I was always kind of thinking ahead of I'm I want to show them what I can do now. Yeah. Case, a, I don't get there, or B, I can show them what I can do now so that they can go, Oh, she can do that, so we're gonna take her there. It's showing it at the right point of the competition as well. Yes, yes definitely. It's not coming in week one doing stand up. Yeah, like... that's for that's for your semi final. That's for your even. I think if you're going to do stand up, do it week four. If you're going to do if you're going to do any form of live week one, it has to be singing. But then, yeah. like we said, it has it should go into that lip sync. Or at least if you if or at least do singing and have some kind of gag with it. Yeah. I always kind of go back to when Dildo did Castle of Chaos and they did uh Christmas songs and they did um a lot of gags when they were singing it because they knew that they couldn't hit the high notes. So they just lip synced the high notes. And I thought that was yeah. absolutely hysterical. Um so yeah, have a gag. But yeah, Ruby, I'm I'm excited to see where she goes. Good. I'm very excited to see it. I've heard very, very good things. Um, Next up, we have Maya Fair from Scottyland. We haven't had a... Oh, no, we had a Scotland person last year. No, yeah, we did. Respectrum. Yeah. Um, Maya... I don't know. She, um... I will say this. I again, I didn't say it, but from I was talking to her outside, she I feel like she might have came in with the wrong headspace. She said she that she was doing idol because everyone kind of why don't do idol? I mean, it is a big thing in Scotland. Yeah. Um, the Scottish queens were crying when they talked to Rory. Um, I mean, everyone does to be fair, but um, it, drag idol is a very very big thing in Scotland, and I think all of the Scottish queens are probably every, every probably they are all kind of talking amongst themselves like who's going to be who from our scene is going to do drag idol this year and it was very much the case of Maya was constantly asked uh when is she going to do drag idol like we all do um we all get asked that and um she said that she just did it to say that she's done it and that is I think you've got to do it for the right reasons you've got to do it yeah. because you want to do it I don't think I don't think she came in with the right headspace and also she is second to last. I think a lot of people were very bored. A lot of people were thinking about how much their feet hurt. Yeah. Um Penny was thinking about her dinner when she got home. So. I was just you know what, I was at the point where I was just I was tired and yeah. I was not to be like shady to everyone, I was counting the performers down like I was, I was like, just right. the very first one. I was I was from Cherry Bomb. I was going, oh, this is second, so I can go to bank for about ten minutes, and I'll come back, and they're on the third one. So, you know, yeah. Who have we got next? Are we on to our last and person? Finally, the absolute darling, um, because she is very very lovely. It is Keely Sin Love. Did she get through? Um, yeah, I'm going to be honest, I did not see her number because I went to the toilet and then I went to find my boyfriend that I'd lost for five hours <laughs> while I was on. <laughs> he went to go get a drink um, when Cherry went on and I didn't see him till the end. She, so I did. Uh, afterwards, I talked to her outside and she felt very defeated by her number. Um, I will say that. I don't I don't know. I haven't seen it. But she said that um, the some of the jokes didn't land and... 
yeah, just some of it wasn't landing because I think she said something like the track was quiet and people couldn't be asked to watch it. And also she had spent about three hours already sat thinking about it and it just got her in a really messed up. As someone who's been last week one, it's the... I always say week one going first and last is the worst position. 100%. You've got to Last, I did a very safe number. I'd had to sit there and watch everyone do amazing. Me shit yeah. it. Um, I made the mistake of drinking lots while everyone was going on. So, like, I, I understand feel for her. Like, I've been there. But she's yeah. through to next week, so she could show. And probably next week, Um, I know Chris plays it very fair if you have been last you do normally get bumped right down to the that is very very true chris never does the same lineup he always if you're middle he he always keeps you kind of middle but if you are first and last he will switch it around and now chris how chris how you like to say that you don't do the shady running orders but i know you and i know (laughs) there's some behind these running orders (laughs) because you always get the results that you want from them. Um, let's give it up for actually, yeah, let's give it up for Mr. Drag Idol Chris Howe. Thank you very much yes. for keeping this show on the road, keeping it going. For creating um, this, like this yeah. thing that has launched a lot of careers. At the end of the day, I will always kind of give props to Chris Howe, especially during my year, because he worked very, very hard to um. You sort of give my year a very good send off because our year took about two years to <laughs> end, uh, because of COVID. And he really did work very, very hard to kind of get it sort of finished in a, in a, in a very respectful way instead of it just being rushed. And um, it was very, very nice of him. And uh, I really he really cares, it. and it's it's so nice. You think about the amount of careers that he has helped launch with this. Hundred percent, yeah. Teresa. Like people like Anamorphic, Heather, Danny Delogco, you. Yeah. Like I'll even say he helped launch my career to a whole new like height. And he um, remembers you as well. Like he he remembers the people that are nice and he remembers He remembers every competitor. Yeah. You talk to yeah. Chris and he'll be like, Oh, so and so from two thousand and seven. Yeah. Or he'll be really? like, say like it's normally like when I'm shit staring on Facebook and I'd be like, oh, let's do an All-Stars. I'd love to see so-so and so-and-so. He'll be in the comments like, what about these people from 2007, 2008, 2009? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he cares. And I think he, you know what? He deserves a lot more credit than he gets. So this is for you, Chris Howe. We love you. Thank you, Chris Howe. Yeah, we we make jokes a lot, but um, yeah. He's such an ally. Can I just say, like, ally, ally, but next week's theme feeder, f- feeder, 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 next week, feeder, next week's theme, Frida, is yeah. black and white. Weird, very weird. Um, I don't know. I what don't to like these that. kind of themes. I uh, in idol in past idols, I've never liked themes that are more like representative of what you're gonna wear on the night. Yeah. Give me a theme like icons where like it's a set thing that they know what they're looking for. One, it makes it easier for the judges. Yeah. And two, it makes it easier for the crowd because how are you supposed to judge 
black and white. Because I could go on, do a Nicki Minaj song, but as long as I'm wearing the colours black and white. It fits the theme. Yeah. So, but I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, you really could. It's one of those things where you could do anything. Week two is always a very generalised theme anyway. Um, Very interesting. I'm very excited to see what people do. Um, But yeah, this podcast episode is going on very very long and we have gone very much over time we might end up splitting this into two i don't know um hey, we should we should do what chris should have done as this is the two um but thank you very very much stacy for it's all right darling thank you we might do this every single week i no idea um but yeah this was very fun and in true drag idol uh, not drag idol in true dragopedia fashion um what is it that we do as the sign-off? We always say, like, what is a drag trend that you love? Oh, a drag trend that I love. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> a drag trend that I love is using Google Translate woman voice in your mixes. I fucking hate it. Anyway, next, <laughs> um, can I stand it? Next, a drag trend that you hate. Oh, um, human hair wigs. Yeah. I just, I think it's so boring. It's like, yeah. wow. Unless there's something to it. Yeah. Or Get rid of it. Dancey drag that isn't like choreographed, you know, like very much like just I'll go out stage, I'll do a couple of high kicks because the crowd will love it. I'll death drop and that's it. Like, why don't you just shit on Cherry Bomb's grave? Shit. <laughs> and, um, and I haven't done this outro in years. And next, what is a queen that you would like to shout out? Who is your queen of the week? Uh, um, Ari. Ari Asshole. Oh. Or is it Ari? Yeah, that one. I, I've just fallen in love with her. Oh, and actually, yeah. Who's your who's your top of the week? Who's who's your top of drag idol? Um, I'm going to follow very much in the judges' way. And my, I've got a top two because okay. we had so many. I'm going to have a... Actually, can I have a top four? You know because... what? You can have a top 22 if you really want to. No, no, they weren't all tops. They weren't all tops. Um, I'm going to have a top four because there was a lot. My top four was um, Ari, Dildo, Costa and Vic. I did like Vic. I think I'm going to say the same as you. Um, yeah. I don't, I can't really remember. That's the thing. I can't really remember any. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go off people who I really do remember and people who really made a mark on me. Yeah. And those were the people that, yeah. I mean, I I didn't see Ari, but I did see a lot of videos of her afterwards. And uh, again, it's something that I like. Still very, remember. very excited for this year. Yeah. This is good. Again, there was a lot of good people, a lot of shit people, but a lot of good people as well. Um, very nice balance. A lot of really cool things that we're going to reference for years to come. Yes. Which is very good. Um, so, yeah. Thank you very much, uh, Stacey. Thank you, Frida. And thank you, viewers, for listening to Dragopedia. <laughs> Woo.